Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 69 of the Holding Court podcast. Today, we're giving an update on spring training and talking about the difficult side of baseball. Justin will share how he was swindled before he left for Arizona, and I'll talk about my Try Something New Every Month in 2022 experience for March, all coming up right now on Holding Court. If you so much as to burp (laughs) on this podcast, I am searching, which I may have already started the search. You really perked up over there for a new host, a new co-host. Then I'm going to just burp. (laughs) Just let it rip. Justin likes to choose a very bubbly beverage before he comes on the show with me. And I don't know how he's not more mindful. You have to limit your LaCroix. You have to limit your kombuchas when you come on here and stick to flat water. Tap. And that's it. This is episode 69 and I've never burped on an episode. And we're not going to start now. And I'm not going to start now, even though I am drinking this nice little hoppy drink, hoppy tea. You are drinking a hop tea, but it's, I would not be able to do that. I have to stick to my jug's duty of water over here. I would just not be comfortable. But yeah, you are just not as considerate of the podcast I as I am. I need some flavor. I can't just drink water all day. I drank so much water today. So Well, you're in the desert. We are in... Not for long. I know. Heading home. I know. It went by really fast. Well, I think we knew it was going to be fast. I know, but like... And it was fast. Really, 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 really fast. Super fast. I can't believe we're we're a week a week away. Oh, exactly this time. What's today? Friday? It's Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. The Dodgers posted the countdown video. Oh, I missed it. And said the countdown starts tomorrow. You're the star of the video. Oh, is it the one where I'm like looking up like dramatically? Essentially with the deep V, which I've, it's sewn now, right? Your jersey is sewn like open? Uh, it's Well, it's sewn all the way up, so I can't like unbutton it. Oh. So it's basically a pullover. Oh, wow. It's, uh, you know, Adrian used to do it all the time and then Kike did it all the time. And I just don't like that little like poof of the jersey that comes up like over my belt like in the middle yeah and when you sew it it kind of lays flat like a pullover so but I feel like you used to wear it's it's happening gradually over seasons you used to have just a peak of an undershirt now we're just getting chest fur just the, skin baby the undershirt it's just skin Steve. the undershirt <laughs> deep v is getting deeper but where there isn't, we can confirm there is an undershirt. Yeah, it's like a, it, I basically take a Dodger t-shirt and then I cut it into like a tank top. Oh, with that's a deep very v. Project yeah. Runway of you. But the funny thing about it is it also has the pine tar stain. Oh, it, it went goes like, through. It goes like through my jersey onto my undershirt. My undershirt has the pine tar stain. Okay. Yeah. It's a look. I don't love it. I'm going to be honest. I'm a classic gal. You guys know this. I like a clean uniform. I like it buttoned up. I like the proper things in the proper places. But what can you do? Everyone thinks that I 
am in control, that I have the reins on Justin's hair, his beard, his uniform, his da 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 da. I have I don't really give any input. Nope. It's all my mess. So it's my it's not my <laughs> fault. So if you're offended by this deep V, take it to Justin's gram. It's all my mess. Slide into the DMs because I have zero control. True story. She actually told me I didn't have to shave or cut my hair for a wedding. But I felt like I know I was going to be a responsible. You still uh, have a pretty sizable beard. I think your my favorite facial hair for you is like there, but short, pretty short. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how the season starts. I think I'm going to keep it, but yeah, at this point, it's already very long. So also, I don't know where we could go from here, but also depending on the weather this first week, yeah, you're probably not going to see that. I know. Deep V. It's probably going to be something a little warmer underneath there. The last time you started the season in Colorado and Minnesota, do you remember you were with the Mets? I think it was 2013. Did we start the season? Or maybe it was just like it early was our on. first road trip with yeah. the Mets, and it snowed in. Both cities. And you were like, no Miami, no nothing. Come on, no LA. We got snowed out one of the games in Minnesota because I remember going to a bowling alley with Bob Guerin. Bowling alley with Bob? Yeah. We went bowling bowling in Minnesota. I just remember the pictures of everyone getting out on the field and shoveling the snow. Yeah. And then we had to play a doubleheader in Colorado that year. And it was snowing during the doubleheader. I thought you had to fly back to Minnesota on the way back from a West Coast trip and play a game. If I rem- I'd have to look at the the schedule and what yeah, happened. Yeah, I think we did have to do that because we we, yeah. got, we literally got snowed out of like yeah. two of the three games. I think we only played in one. It's a very bold choice for the first road trip. But I am excited because this is 29. 29 and feeling fine. Yeah, I love Minnesota. I think it's great. It's a great little city. I'm excited. Mall of America. Oh, yeah. We have an off day, too. That was like the pinnacle of wealth growing up when someone would come back to school on Monday and they're like, my family and I took a trip to the Mall of America this weekend. They had their shirt and the whole jazz and they probably rode the roller coaster and everything. There is a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to check it off next week. Super excited with 2020 season changed entirely. We lost Minnesota, and then this year, this series was actually canceled, (laughs) in quotes, (laughs) canceled-ish, and now it's back. So I just feel super, super, super excited and grateful Yeah, because my mission of seeing you in 29 stadiums is in 30. Well, the the mission's 30. Your goal isn't 29. Yeah, that's true. But number 30 will come in, I think, like August, right? Yeah, it's on its way. Even and though they said next year you guys will play every single team, but you never know. So. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we'll go to every single city. That's true. They might come to you. Yeah. That's very fair. So on to Minnesota to check it off. Well, you've had a short spring, but it's been eventful. Yes. And sad. Today was sad. Today was Today was really sad. I, I mean, actually thought that the day being April Fool's Day was... I've almost gotten duped a few times. I almost got duped by that Northern Lights email that went out from Discover LA. It was like, tonight is the only night you can see the Northern Lights in LA. And I was like, wait a second. That's not right. Is that real? No, it's April Fool. No, I mean, you that went out today? You got duped by that? No, I saw it. And then oh. I was like, wait, wait a second. There was another email from some airline that said, we now have seating on the wing. And I thought at first it said outdoor like patio option for this 
like airline. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. They're opening up a patio. Like, that's really neat. And then I looked at like it. Like in it, the terminal, you were thinking. Yeah. And then the seating was on the wing. And I was like, okay, this is really <laughs> dumb. <laughs> so I haven't been. I mean, the day is young. It's still only five, but I could still get duped. But when you wrote me this morning, I thought for sure this was an April Fool's joke. Yeah. Um, this morning was tough. It, obviously, as you all know, um, or maybe you don't all know, uh, the Dodgers traded AJ Pollock. I don't think we're breaking for, news. but We're not breaking news. For Craig Kimbrell today, in a straight-up one-for-one trade, and um, this is just another part of the game that, you know, is you understand it's a business and a possibility, but when it happens, you just – it just hits you. And I was literally like sick to my stomach this morning because we all love AJ and everything he brings, you know, not only on the field, a um, couple great seasons for us, um, 20 plus homers and some big homers and Robin, Robin homers and oh, yeah, everything to do with homers with AJ. <laughs> um, but just know everyone in the clubhouse and the, the amount of respect he had from everyone uh, the way he, you know, chopped it up with guys, it was very um, playful and open and, you know, kind of getting on one another back and forth. And, you know, to see him or to find out he got traded, it just hit a lot of us pretty hard, especially this close to the season. Yeah, and to be traded with someone that is on the other side of Camelback Ranch has yeah. to be so strange. Like, yeah. oh, okay, I guess I'll just grab my stuff and head over to the other side. Like that's so it's wild to me. No, I I was literally walking into the clubhouse and I saw um, our traveling secretary, Scott and Alex Torres. And I think Chico, two of our clubhouse guys. And Scott said, did you hear what we did this morning? And I was like, Oh, here comes an April fool's joke. And he was like, we traded AJ for Kimbrel. And I was like, April Fool's? And he was like, no, serious. Mm-hmm. And I was like, come on, this is April Fool's, right? And I'm, and I'm not saying that <laughs> we're not happy about getting Craig, by the way. Um, just right. knowing that AJ's going. And he literally goes, no, uh, Alex is getting ready to jump on the cart and go pick up Craig from the other locker room right now. <laughs> like, that is insane Because they literally just drove over to the other side, and Craig threw all his stuff on the cart, and then Alex drove him back, and he was in our clubhouse. Um, <laughs> so, And the other tough part was, you know, we found out about it in the morning. Obviously, AJ probably knew about it before any of us. And um, I don't know exactly he he sent a text in the group just saying how much he loved us and loved playing with us and thank you for everything and wishes us the best of luck and a bunch of guys were you know sending him texts back and uh but we had like a camp day today a little inner squad five inning inner squad on the backfield and i think aj came in and got off all of his stuff out of the locker while we were all on the backfield so that's the sh- shittiest part is like didn't even get to go up and like yeah give him a squeeze and tell him how much we love him and appreciate everything he's done and wish yeah. him the best of luck. You know, I obviously sent him some text message and phone calls and well, I mean, I know I'll talk to AJ probably every day just because of, you know, he's big into NFTs. Oh, I was going to say it's your <laughs> NFT, your buddy. He will never be too far. Never be too far, but we will definitely miss 
Pollo. And he's with Joe now. He is with Joe. At least he gets to go via Joe. And I think there's going to be a pretty good opportunity for him to play right field every day over there in Chicago. I think, you know, with us, it was really a numbers thing. We have uh, too many good players, and they honestly were going to have a hard time figuring out how to get everyone at bats, especially with the DH this year. Yeah. So, unfortunately, um, you know, like I said, good news, uh, getting Craig Kimbrell over and some serious, serious experience, eight-time all-star, um, closer, uh, stopper. Um, but the the sad part is, is having to give up AJ for that. And Mary Hart loves Kimbrell. And <laughs> the memes were all over the place. <laughs> Rich That's Lang, actually the Rich first. Lang, one of our one of our first guests on here, actually sent me a text, and that was it was a picture of Mary Hart and the Kimbrel. If you don't stance. remember, that was in the 2018 World Series, mm-hmm. and Mary Hart was doing her best Kimbrel <laughs> with the arms out. The arms yeah, out. I actually rode the bus to the All Star Game and sat next to his wife. So, oh, so I actually got to meet her. Yeah. Oh, so you're I'm not sure it. if she'll even remember. Cause when I feel like when I introduce myself to other baseball people, like in that setting, like the other day I was at a brunch with just a bunch of baseballers from different teams. You don't really say, cause who I you? think that wives don't like that. Cause who you belong to. Yes. That question. Like someone will be in the family section and they'll be like, Oh, I know this is the wives section. So who do you belong to? So I feel like I never said, Oh, I'm yes. Justin Can I, Turner's wife. Piece of advice. Piece of advice for everyone listening. <laughs> the thing that wives, all wives, every wife I don't that know I've if ever every met. every wife hates it. I think most wives. Uh, I don't okay. Know. We'll say 99% yeah, of wives despise being branded as, oh, that's so and so's wife. Like, no, there are people too. They have a name. They have everything. I mean, sometimes we're <laughs> wearing your name on our stuff and that's like the fun side of it. But I think True. that it does sometimes like reduce us to, oh, that's the only cool thing about you. Like at events or something. If someone's like, yeah. oh, you're Justin's wife. Okay, well, I have 12 questions to ask you about Justin. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like it's not a huge part of our life and your career is not a huge part of my life. But it just sometimes you're like, oh man, I have some cool shit that I've been doing too that I want to talk about. <laughs> okay, I guess my point here is don't lead. Yes, yes, Don't yes. lead with the husband when you're talking to the wives. Like at least fake it for two or three questions about the wives, and then be like, <laughs> "Oh, um, you're Justin's wife," and then and then get it. at least just yeah. a piece of advice. I think when they open with that, no one's it, gonna it, yell it, at you kind or of get like mad. A, no, but when someone comes up and they're like, "Oh, you're Justin's wife," da, 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 and start talking about baseball right away, it, I feel like it turns off the wives to the conversation. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you have a conversation, you start asking about like them, like specifically, like, "Oh, yeah, what do you do?" Blah blah blah, blah whatever, and then you kind of bring it in. You might, you know, hook them into the conversation a little bit more. I also hate the "What do you do?" question. Yeah. Well, just I just don't said, talk. I to just me. said what <laughs> I just said. What do you do? But you know. No, you know what no. I mean. No, it's fine. It's fair. I know it is the sad part of, of baseball is the families and getting close to, like for us, the side of the wives. And I know this spring it's been fun. I think we packed it in more than we normally do because we felt like we had such like an abbreviation. Were you just going to burp? No. I saw that. Yep. No. He leaned back. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't burp. I leaned back. We had such an abbreviated spring and we also didn't know if the season was actually going to happen. So we've been really like packing in the brunches and all that. And it's just crazy. Like just seeing how many girls are on different teams now. And 
You just get close to everyone. And like Kate is amazing. They're actually about to have her second baby, well, which adds other, another thing. That's into the it. other layer of it is he's, she's really close. What is she like a week or two? She's close. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, I know it's like, now you have to think about this extra thing of housing and Chicago and what they're going to, obviously she's not going to go there right now, but just that side of it that people don't really see is always tough to think about. Hopefully so. this is where his agency steps up for him and takes some of that onus off of, you know, Kate. And, no, for sure. And AJ and get Absolutely. them set up. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, if you are in the need for another player on the team, <laughs> perhaps we can talk about... <laughs> the, ba- the baseball catfish? I honestly cannot laugh at this story enough but I also still have so many questions for you I don't even know how this came to be so Mary CT's fiance brought it up to me I, I don't, don't even know how I told I didn't tell you about this I, I think I mentioned it I but think you probably because I didn't would be like, so disappointed in your like detective skills or no I don't but I think know. I said it but it just kind of like it didn't hit the same as when hit, Mary yeah. was like will you please ask Justin about this guy that okay <laughs> Do you want to start at the top and I'll ask questions? Okay, so here's basically the rundown of it. And actually, CT would probably be able to tell this story way better. I and, agree. And it would probably be way more funny. <laughs> um, but <laughs> <laughs> so this offseason, CT and a group of guys um, were working out at UCLA. I went up to UCLA, I think, one time and worked out with them. Um, See, he's how, already trying to clear his name. He's I'm like, not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, and, and, and I'm not putting this on CT either because it's not him either. I don't know how this <laughs> happened, but uh, the last week before we came out to spring training, um, <laughs> CT and the guys who were working out at UCLA were up there and a guy showed up to work out with them. And this guy was a big gentleman, <laughs> not, not. Like, no, just like, very six, tall. Like, yes. like six, four, six, five. He had a giant beard. He gave me like Brian Wilson vibes, yes. but just like a little like more jacked and uh, like taller, like girthier. Oh my. Yeah. I don't want to get that rating. Don't give <laughs> me explicit. He was just way like, <laughs> like thicker. Like Brian was like shredded. Yes. Like, but like this guy was more dense. This guy was, yeah. Dense. dense. I don't know. Girthier. Don't know. He was Stick with thi- girthier. He was thicker. Okay. Um, and so this guy shows up and I guess he's out there like long tossing and like playing catch with the pitchers. And then, you know, he jumps in the cage when they're taking batting practice and he starts hitting. And it was, apparently it was just one of those (laughs) things where like every guy assumed that another guy knew him or knew him him or invited him or told him that they were working out. So he went through the whole workout and this was like earlier in the week, like on a Tuesday. And then on Friday of that same week, we actually set up live ABs <laughs> at Valley College. And we had a bunch of pitchers coming out and me and uh, CT and um, Velasco. Uh, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank of his name. The shortstop for the Angels now. Um, Andrew Velasquez, I believe, um, were out there. And there was probably like three or four other hitters. And... I had no idea who was coming. I just knew that there was going to be like three or four arms. Kenley was actually supposed to come up and pitch, but he thought that maybe with the lockout ending, he was going to sign a deal that day. So, yeah, he, so actually, he, held off. he actually didn't come out. 
But anyway, so I pull up into the parking lot in Valley College and I get my stuff out of the car and I start walking up to the field. And this is the first time I'm seeing this guy, this six five guy. Oh, so you never saw him at UCLA? No, 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 no. Okay. So he's getting out of here, he's out of his car and he opens up the back and it's like a forerunner or something, and it is filled to the top of the car. With like baseball stuff or just, just stuff? Stuff. Like props. Like everything. And he pulled a, a laundry basket, like out of his car and set it down and was like grabbing clothes and like like he was like changing in the parking lot to get ready to come yeah. on the field and I was like whoa what's up man I was like you must be driving straight out to Arizona for spring training after this <laughs> and he was like oh no you know not really on a team yet and I was like oh don't worry man like you know get keep getting your work in like someone will pick you up it'll all work out and I just walked into the field and he continued to get dressed in the parking lot. Wow. Not thinking anything of this, just assuming, you know, a bunch of guys are coming up. Yeah. So we go out and we start hitting BP on the field and this guy goes down the right field line and he starts doing like handstands <laughs> in the outfield. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my God, he's doing the handstands again. And I'm like looking down again? and I'm like, this guy's doing, like, apparently he did it the week before. It was his Or signature. the last time at UCLA. And so I'm like looking and and then CT's like, dude, I think we're being like swindled. Like the And I was like, like, I'm like, what are you talking about? He <laughs> goes, nobody knows who, who this guy is or how he got here. He was at UCLA. Like how this Now happened. he's here. <laughs> no one knows who invited him. No one knows who he knows. No one even knows if he's a real baseball player. And I'm like, well, what is he doing? He's like, he's going to throw a live today? And they're like, yeah, he's going to throw a live. But, and like, apparently the he had visual to like, of this guy just doing, like you guys all taking him seriously for, or everyone taking him seriously for X amount of days. And then everyone just looking over and being like, oh, he's doing handstands in the outfield. And no one, like, I mean, obviously that's the moment where you're like, wait, something is not right. But like, I don't know how we got here well, and we don't know what to do or say, cause no one says anything. To it him. wasn't foreign to us, you know, like, like George Lombard, our old first base coach used to come in and do handstands all the time. And you know, his son, Jacob was very much into gymnastics and he would do handstands and walk all over the place. But like, so I was just like, okay, like whatever, this guy's just you know, kind of flexing. He can do handstands and walk all over the place. Like, yeah, that's kind of cool. His, like, I can't do that. Yeah. With but, his girth. Yeah. Being able to pull that off. Yeah. And so it was just funny because, like, every guy was like, hey, did you invite him? No, I thought you invited him. No, no, I thought you invited him. No. Oh, wait, did you invite him? No. Like, no one knew how he got there. And then he had to borrow cleats. He had to borrow someone's cleats to throw his bullpen and he the had the fact this that he glove. had a scheduled bullpen, like took Kenley's spot essentially throwing he, a bullpen. Did you sit it? Like, did you take babies off him? Well, I'll get to that. He <laughs> he had like a ragtag. He had like a ragtag glove that looked like it was bought from like sports chalet, like fifteen. No, play years it again. Ago. Play it against sports, whatever. So, anyways, like we go up and I face a guy who's in the Cardinals organization, um, righty and. 
my second at bat, I I only brought one bat. I break my bat. So I'm like done with the ABs for You're the like, day. You're like, hey, I'm bro, like, do you have an like, extra bat? No, he's down in the bullpen getting ready. And then so I'm just like hanging out. <laughs> I love out. that he has a routine. I'm just hanging out and talking. And actually, this is when I think a few episodes we talked about this. Um, the lockout had just ended. So like Brandon McDaniel, Travis Smith, um, uh, Possum, our trainer, they all came up to like see me and CT. And they were hoping to see Kenley, actually. and But um, he had backed out. And uh, so we're all sitting there, like, talking to these guys. And this guy takes the mound. And <laughs> the, the guy's hitting. We're like, double, double, Homer. That might be honestly like what they needed, though, to go into spring with the lockout lifted to get feel confident. And then here's the worst part. Like... <laughs> Did he strike you out? Apparently, like, while all this was going... No, no, I didn't face him because I didn't have a bat. But apparently, while this was going on, someone did, like, a quick dive into this guy. And they're like, oh, apparently, like, on his Instagram, it says he's, like, an... It says athlete, producer, uh, influencer, or something like that on his Instagram. Yeah. And athlete was first, which was kind of funny at this point because we know he's not. uh, He was doing handstands. And he he threw a bullpen. Well, yeah. I, I don't I still don't know if anyone even knows his name. Like no. they I mean they found his Instagram so they had to have known something but Do you think they were like, "Hey bro, can I add you?" Like how do we get to the Instagram? I don't well, I I don't I don't know, but here's the crummy part is I had to Josue was there who helps me do my content for social media and we were doing the video that I did like Taking my bag out of the car. No, I feel real good. I feel today. real good today in the parking lot at Valley. Right. And then Josue was actually waiting for Jock because Jock was dropping off a car and Josue was going to drive it to Arizona for him. So yeah. I'm like hanging out in the parking lot for like 30 minutes like for Josue for this car to get there. Yeah. The guy was late. And because I was like hanging out in the parking lot with Josue, like being a good friend, didn't want him hanging, didn't want him being in there by himself. Uh, the swindler came up and got me and took a picture and posted on his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but I he, was like, shit, he got me. <laughs> but I saw it and it was like 2022, boys, let's go. Like it was very, and he has a lot of like baseball content. He was, he's pitching like, he, he like. Yeah, he had videos of guys hitting, but like Did apparently. Did he have a good pit? Like what do you, what would be your scouting report on I his? don't think it was a good pit. I mean, it was like. You guys were hitting balls very hard and very far off them. What do you think he got up to? Like Like, eighty-four, like seventy-two. Wow. Yeah, and And I'm not hating because I pitched and I don't think I threw a ball over seventy-four. But no, hey, it worked. But do you and no one, no one said anything. How they just let him go? They just let it ride, and he's now like an urban legend. I have no idea, but apparently, like if you go through his. Instagram, there are these videos from like UCLA and from, I don't know if he took any at Valley. I don't think he took any video. He took some pictures with some guys, but um, there's a lot of like videos of like cars that we were pretty sure aren't his. (laughs) Oh, wow. He really (laughs) is like Simon Laviv or whatever that guy's name is. So We got swindled. What? Wait, did he take any ABs? No, he didn't hit this time. He just pitched. I wonder if he ma- like just could mash because of his uh, size. They said he hit at UCLA and, and it was wasn't not. great. Yeah. Wow. I'm not, I truly am not even mad. And when you <laughs> first told me the story, I was crying, laughing so it's hard. It's kind of great, but it's also kind of like, 
We might need to have this guy on the pod. I'm going to track. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What if he's back next year? Well, some, <laughs> he, he found his way on once to so two different like fields at two different days. This is not fantastic. anywhere close. Like UCLA and Valley are not in the same vicinity. No. So he, huh? There's, there's got to be a, a contact. Someone was giving him the information well, and he wasn't fessing up to but it. But you guys might have just said, oh, let, well, let's hit it. Valley next week at. Maybe, maybe someone nine a.m. and then he he was like, "Yeah, I'll be there." This honestly reminds me of the cable guy, but not like that. He wasn't in. Well, he wasn't oh, for invited the, for the pickup basketball game. Yeah, yeah. That's honestly and when he, on runs, it, he runs the lines, but he doesn't really. Yeah, he's doing like the suicides. He honestly, no one really invited him to the basketball game, and he yeah, shows but, up, but he's friends obviously with like but, Matthew Broderick's but character, Stephen. Actually knew him. <laughs> no one, I don't think, knew this. Yeah, guy. but then he was like, "Let's play some ball," and he was that guy that, like, obviously, yeah. he like played a little too hard. No, old Chippy shatter, Douglas shatters the, the Chip Douglas, right? That was his name, Chip Douglas. Well, it was at one that point. That was his in the alias. Movie. That was his alias. Yeah, but then he was different names. He was always TV characters. Yeah, that's true. The movie makes me sad as well, but that's what this is the closest thing that it reminds me of is like a cable guy esque <laughs> catfish. It's. It's pretty funny, actually. I I wish CT could have told this story. He tells it so much better. It's so good, though. I know. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. I just can't believe that you never, no one said anything. Like, hey, bro, like, how do how did you actually hear about this? I wasn't like. Like, what if you were like, oh, af let's go celebrate with a beer back at my place. And then this guy just shows up at our house. Like, we don't really know him. Honestly, I didn't know any of the guys there. Yeah. Other than CT and Velasquez. Yeah, but I don't know. You knew who they knew? No? You're about to burp again. No, I wasn't. I, <laughs> I knew who, like, all the guys were. And they were, like, affiliated somewhere or, like, trying to get a job. Like, I knew that, but like, yeah. I didn't, like, personally know anyone. That's true. Well, then I saw, like, he was dressed for, like, very warm weather, and it was, like, very... It's just very interesting. It's just funny. Because I don't know really what you... Like, you know what? We'll see Velasquez on Sunday. I'll see if I can get his side of the story. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing him for the freeway series, so... I love... I just love this story so much. I'm so glad that it unfolded how it did. And honestly, those guys hitting those doubles and whatever, like... Did he seem defeated when he was giving up these hits or was he just happy to be there? I just, I, I just like, think he was, was happy to be, I think yeah. he was like, the guy hit like a bomb and I think he was like, holy shit, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, after this though, I wonder if other people are going to try to swindle. Should I like get Vasse to go over into the Angels locker room and ask Velasquez his side of the story? You're going to give Vasse my interview? Well, the story's already, already out. That. The story's already out. That's I just, true. Someone's got to record his version yeah without like yeah just without you like being there to like check the story like just his honest opinion yeah on. because i might have some of the details off because i wasn't there the first day at ucla yeah i think we need more of the ucla insight yeah it's still my favorite story yeah that's great <laughs> oh man okay let's go somewhere else <laughs> are you I'm disappointed in your detective skills that you didn't like call him out or whatever but you weren't there enough it's fine. i was busy trying to get ready for spring training in one day that's true well speaking of faking it till you make it my march activity was completed it was completed in the 11th hour yeah it was real last minute of you 
shocker. No, it's just been a hard month to try something new because of the marathon. And then coming out here, like you don't want to mix in a new activity. And also my schedule was just crazy. Mm -hmm. But my March activity, which I posted my video, was an archery lesson. Real modern day Robin Hood. I am. And it's one of those that I've seen in the Olympics that I've talked about. You're holding my prop. And it's one of those that I just thought I could do that because it's not, and it's, I was telling you this, I love it because honestly, everything is up to you. Mm-hmm. Like You're nothing. Yes, totally. Like curling, you have your team, like other game, like it's like there could be like a defense or like someone outshine. Like this is fully you just in such a relaxing setting Mm -hmm. obviously like a little heightened anxiety and nervousness but it is it's very calming I have to say so I signed up for this class you actually were going to join me but there was no time slots that worked out so I toss it to our wives group chat and just said hey I'm going to take an archery lesson which I think by now everyone just thinks I'm like very strange and mm-hmm. weird and I just do a lot of bizarre things yeah. which is fine because I'm just living life. But they always end up jealous of it. It's true. They were like wow that looked like so much fun. I'm like come next time. Just go. Just live life. Yeah. I think honestly I said this before but 2020 made me just want to live life dive in and not take anything for granted. Mm -hmm. Like things were closed and you couldn't do anything. And now that it's open, I just want to grab life by the balls and just do it all or grab it by the bow and arrow. So grab the bull by the horn. You can grab life by the balls, I think as well. Yeah. I think that's a fair expression. Go get it. I mean, (laughs) I can grab your balls only if that's okay. (laughs) But so I had one taker. I had a few girls that said they couldn't do it, but I had, so Garrett Clevenger's wife, um, Helen was like, I'm down, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. But she actually side texted me. I think she was like, people are embarrassed to join me on things, I think. And I was like, you better shout it out in the group and like say it proud. And then she Did went she? in. Yeah. Cause I was like, wait, why are you not afraid? Well, I also didn't want someone else to, Say yeah. yes, and then I had to be like, oh, I already found someone. And them think that I was, like, just passing over them. Because there was, was only two spots. Yeah, just class. me and one other person. So class of four, we went to, it's called Arizona Archery Club. It's mm-hmm. very cool. And we had our coach, and we just kind of, they, like, went over, like, okay, don't walk out if like people are actively shooting <laughs> arrows obviously <laughs> like very like whatever and then it was like okay this is kind of what you do and I found out that my elbow like won't turn out which didn't really matter she just said it could like end up I could like hit my forearm which I didn't really have that issue but it was a way of like I can't even explain it like you kind of have your you're holding the front of your bow and then you kind of can you do that independently from turning your without turning your shoulder like have your elbow face the wall without turning your wrist. Yeah, mine doesn't like turn that elbow like out without, yeah. See, I'm not a freak. It just isn't possible. And she just kept trying to describe it. And I was like, I I don't think I move that way, but like, we're just going to keep going. It didn't end up being an issue. And I felt great. It's kind of crazy because I think I do everything backwards. Like she was trying to figure out if I'm a lefty or a righty. And then I was closing the wrong eye and I even wore my glasses, which I never, ever wear them unless 
really if I'm like driving at night, I don't need them like legally. They're just kind of a boost. But I wore them and then I was like closing the wrong eye. And it's crazy because I think you're used to lining up sight of the arrow like where you're aiming. Mm-hmm. But you're not. You're like aiming like two feet below where it's very wild. So well, you got to calibrate. Yeah. See. The calibration process was, it was good. If you look at my, like my bolt, what is it called? Your, like your. Target. Target. Oh, there. Thank you. Target. <laughs> I am pretty like down the line consistent, but it was height that was kind of what tripped me up. So it's really like about finding like that spot and then you're aiming that and then you're like adjusting and it's just crazy, like keeping it consistent. But it was a lot of fun. I definitely want to go back. You only shoot from like, I don't know, what do you think that was? 12 feet, 10 feet? It's short. Yeah. But there was a whole other side of people that just had like open target practice. And there were different ones like crazy far away. And then people have these crazy bows with sights on them and mm-hmm. like 3D targets. And then I was asking her, I was like, what's the step from here? Like once you feel good. And she said they have a league she said they go out to like this property that has all these like props that'll like be out there and you kind of, I don't know, just kind of cool. Almost like paintballing pretty much, which is fun if you haven't been. Have you ever been paintballing? I've never been. We were talking. We were talking about that in the dugout today. Ooh, it is fun, but it is very painful. I went with, actually with the church youth group, which is nice when you're like youth group leader is just like welting you with. Uh, paintballs but paintball came up today because I was talking with Michael Bush and James Altman um, in this game that we were playing and Michael Bush fouled a ball off his foot and I was like how'd that feel and he's like uh, not bad I'm wearing a shin guard now and I was like oh yeah that's like why you literally why you wear it and he's like well I was wearing it yesterday and it missed the shin guard and was like two inches above my shin Oof. and I was like that's like what happens every time. Like it never actually like hits the shin guard. It always misses it. And James Altman was like, yeah, it's kind of like when you're like paintballing and you have all this gear on, but then the paintball misses all your pads. And I was like, yeah, never been paintballing. And he's like, are you serious? You've never been paintballing? And I was like, nope, never been paintballing. There are pads? I, well, maybe this can be <laughs> something that you go do. <laughs> I've went and I didn't wear pads. Oh, well, you're just one tough SOB. I just didn't know that was an option. I also rented a paintball gun, which I feel like it was, I need the one with like the CO2 and the whole thing. So you can like flutter the finger. Yes, because someone's like literally like peppering me and then I'm sitting there like, hold on, let me just pump one in there. And it's like, you have no, it's like unfair. (laughs) You had like a single shot? A hundred percent I did. We're not to drop in. Do you have your little canister, the holder? And then like a thing, you have to pump one in. I was pointless. <laughs> it's <laughs> like the Civil War. You're out there with like a musket. <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> but I honestly, I'm really like strategic with hiding. So we went to a place, I think it was called like Sherwood Forest. Oh, Robin Hood. Yeah. And so there were little castles and I would find these little nooks and crannies to kind of tuck into. And then there'd be like two people left. I'm like, okay, now I, I shine. Oh, you, you just hide the whole time? No, 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 no. You just don't let yourself get involved in all this stuff. So in you the have, beginning. you're like no kills, no deaths. And then you're, you don't in need the them end. though. You just have to be the last one without a sploot <laughs> on you. Just hide. <laughs> Just hide out. No, because everyone in the beginning, it's just a lot of like things happening. I mean, that's a hell of a strategy. And so I let everyone sort it out. And then I... Did you win? Yes. I mean, several games. You play for like hours and hours. It is a full... It's a full thing. Well, you weren't playing for hours. You were hiding for hours. (sighs) Someone that has (laughs) never went paintballing 
I don't expect you to understand the lifestyle that I was living. Okay. I won't speak on it anymore until I go paintballing. I see you tapping my ping pong there. Do you want to tell everyone what you're holding? Yeah. This is one of Quartz Targets. They actually put a ping pong ball. They taped a ping pong ball on to the target, the target and, and you had to she drilled it. And everyone's like, the, there's no way the arrow will go through it and pierce it and oh, look yeah. at that hole. Oh, Tommy two hole. <laughs> <laughs> In one side, right out the other. <laughs> there it is. Sure enough, PPY right there on the <laughs> right other cheek. Right there on the other cheek. So, anywho, we got a little off track. You could paintballing could be one of your try new things for 2022, but maybe yeah. we'll hold off to well, another I didn't do day. Anything for March. There are but. a lot of people that take paintballing very seriously. So, like, I think that's why I kind of was like, oh, I don't really like need to be yeah. involved in like the crosshairs of this. I had a lot of people this spring ask me about curling, though. We were talking about curling today. Someone said, oh, you should do curling as one of your activities. And I was like, been there. so February. Done that. It has been interesting people sharing the things that they think I should try. It's kind of cool. Yeah. And other a lot of people have said, oh, I went to the, like, we've had people go to curling classes and say, oh, I'm doing this. Or even, like, same with, like, the marathon and the 5K. Like, oh, I signed up for this because I saw that. So that's really cool. Does going to um, Minnesota in April count as your new thing for the month? No, I will have a full, I will have a full activity. Do you know what you're going to do yet? I have a couple things in mind. It's tricky with scheduling because a lot of these things have classes, but they're full. They're only on certain days. So, but it's been fun. I give, I give archery an A plus and I definitely want to go back and do it. Cause I think it was really, it would be cool. I just, the one thing that sucks in our life is I can't really join like leagues or have like a consistent yeah, schedule in LA. So yeah, but it's cool. It lets me kind of like dabble in different things, but I'm not mad at it. Yeah. So we can wrap that up. Way to go. We can wrap up my March and we can wrap up. That's three down. Almost wrap up spring training. Does the freeway series count as spring training still? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we won't wrap yep. that up just yet. It's even better. You know, a lot of teams stay here in Arizona and just keep playing spring training games. It's nice that we actually get to go and play in yeah. a stadium and get three days, really three days at home because we stay at home um, even when we're on the road. Yeah. And drive down to Anaheim. But I think it's cool. Like talking to, you know, Seeger the other day, they're just staying here until like Wednesday. Yeah. And then they open in Toronto. I and think. then they have to go to, yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday and then they go to Toronto. Yeah. And we're definitely lucky with that. Yeah. All right. Well, that it? that's going to do it for today. Love it. <laughs> Friendly reminder to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And Apple and Spotify users, do us a favor and submit a rating or review for our episode. We love to read all of them. We appreciate your feedback, good and bad. We love the feedback. Love it all. Send it all to us. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to y'all next week. See ya. Bye. Boom. Bum 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 b